This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to another bonus episode of the Scarf Bagara War. Uh, last time we spoke, Lee, I said award nominated um, podcast. We actually lost that award. Uh, to the county to the park alert system so still award nominated never won so i'm sure we'll win one in the future um yeah bonus podcast we're just going to talk to lee from the brunton bugle ahead of tomorrow nights or tonight's whichever whenever you're listening to this or, or watching this uh big massive huge clash in league two and when we spoke last time i don't think we'd ever have dreamt that we'd be here with sort of three four games to go at this point um, so welcome Lee. Glad to see you again, mate. You okay? Yeah, getting getting a bit nervous now, you know. We're into the um the final throws, the uh the running, and it's yeah, it's like you said, I don't think we could have imagined at the start of the season we'd be where we are now. I think we're all over the moon to be challenging for a top three place. You know, there's some fans who might think we've blown a top three place because we were in such good form and last few weeks it's been a bit tougher but I, I look at the way I think you know what's go from 23rd when Simpson took over last season to be fifth place with a shot of top three with four games to go I'll, I'd bite anyone's hand off for that yeah I was gonna say because last time we spoke you were you said that we you were overachieving in seventh place having only lost to Stevenage and Leighton Orient at the time yeah um and now you're you, there's no splitting us in terms of Stockport and Carlisle. So this football has a funny old thing, funny old ways of doing this, doesn't it? We, you know, mm. we're on the same points, we're on the same, um, obviously games played to no, you know, there's no games in hand. We, I think if I just get me, get me numbers, right. You, you score one better goal difference, I think. Yeah. I think, I think, I think we're above you on goal difference. We generally score more than you. No, you generally score more than us. We can see less than you. Um, okay, you've had a poor run in the last seven. I think you've only won once in the last seven, but um, you must still fancy your chances, surely. Mm, yeah. That, 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 when I looked at the running, this was the fixture I looked at and thought to myself, mm, yeah, this is the one. I've, I, I saw a pencil and say, we'll lose that one, but that's fine. We can get results in the other ones. It hasn't really quite worked out like that, but it's strange because we're not playing badly. 
We're, we're not, there's no games where you think we're having absolute stinkers here and we're getting battered or anything. In fact, the exact opposite. Defensively, we've been outstanding over the last two months in that you go back to when mid-February or Valentine's Day, the Valentine's Day massacre we had against Mansfield Town, they were falling up at halftime against us and we could not understand what had gone wrong that day. We, we just turned into a shambles overnight and it was just... I think there was a little bit of soul-searching after that game. Uh, and since then, we've played 11 games and we've only conceded five goals. And of those five, two of those goals were against Crawley Town in a game we won 5-2. So, you know, they don't really matter. We were we were falling up when we conceded the first of those goals. That tells you all you need to know about that one. And then the other ones was... a The, the, only, the only ones that really mattered were a goal against Swindon Town where we won um, 2-1 with a late winner from Ryan Edmondson. So that's probably the nearest you get to one that actually matters. And the other two was a 96-minute winner for Gilligan in the game down there. And a game where, I mean, neither side really offered much in that game. And they just sort of scabbed the goal late on. And then late in Orient, we lost 1-0 there to a, a John Mellish own goal where it took two deflections before he even hit John Mellish's knee and looped over Thomas Oley to go in the goal. So in reality, we don't concede goals at the moment. We've been so, so good at the back. But the problem is at the other end, we've, I think, only scored two goals in our last seven games. So... But that's where the big problem is right now for us. So, do I fancy my chances? I'd fancy a nil-nil. <laughs> Any day of the week. I mean, it would be it would be our eighth nil-nil of the season, and I think I think the record's something like nine. So we're, we're closing in on that unfortunate record. But like I said, we look so tight, and I, it's one of those things when you go into a running. You know, if you lose a bit of form, the last thing you want to do is start conceding goals left, right, and centre because that becomes a problem if you can't stop conceding goals. We aren't conceding goals. The problem mm. we've got is just to start scoring at the end. If you can sort that out, we're in a great position going into the playoffs potentially. You know, I, I, I sound like I'm being defeatist there, but I'm my kind of thought is if we'd beaten Northampton the weekend, I still would have backed us a chance to get the top three. Now, I think we need to beat you guys to have any chance of doing it. I think a draw wouldn't be enough. I don't, to be honest, I don't think a draw would be enough for either of us, mainly because of the teams having games in hand around us. Yeah, and we're we're notoriously difficult to beat as well. We 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 haven't conceded many. I think we've twenty clean sheets this season. Just shows yeah. you. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So this defense you've got then is Ben Barkley a pivotal part of that, or is he has he has he not been playing much? How's because he because he won't be available tomorrow night, will he? I don't think. He's been in and out. When he's played, I've been really impressed. I think he looks a really good player in the ball. He looks adaptable. He's played right wing back as well for a couple of games. So oh, nice. fact, he played right wing back when we beat Barrow 5-1. And he had a great game. That he His long ball forward set up pretty much the first goal for John Mellish that evening. Um, He hasn't really had as much of a chance because when our first choice back three has been fit, which is... Morgan Feeney on the right-hand side, Paul Huntington, another former player of yours, down yeah. the middle, and John Mellish uh, as the left centre-back. John Mellish, who Mike on our pod describes as the world's first box-to-box defender. And that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> when we play a back three, he just plays where the hell he wants. He gets up and down because Callum Guy will slot in and cover or he just dropped to be a back four. So he, he's been brilliant in that position. So Ben's position really is on the right-hand side of the back three and Morgan Feeney's our captain and he's been... Unbelievable all season. Unfortunately, he tore his hamstring against Lane Orient, so he's out for the season now. So it's Ben's position to lose, which unfortunately he has to lose for this game yes. because you guys, as as you rightly should do, have said, no, he can't play in the games against us. So it looks like Corey Wiener will come in to fill in that slot. Although there's some talk we might switch to a back four for the first time this season because 
thinking, well, we've got to find a way to try and score goals and change it the way we're playing. The problem we've got is, right, wing-back's a cursed position for us right now in that we've got three, we've had two really good right wing-backs for us this season in Finn back on Open Forest and Jack Ellis has come for our academy. Look brilliant. And they're both out for the season with torn hamstrings. Right. Hamstrings have been a huge problem for us this season. Like We've had about probably eight or nine different hamstring injuries. It, it, it always seems to happen on away pitches that aren't very good. You know, Solf is one way it's happened. Yeah. Hartlepool, um, Walsall was Ellis's latest one. Orient's pitch is not the greatest and it happened there. Never pick up these injuries on our own pitch, which is frustrating. But yeah, so Barkley, yeah, when he's come in, he's been great. He's not played that many because he, he had a an ankle injury picked up in like the fir- like the first round of the League Cup. And then he was out till pretty much Christmas because of that. And, he, and he, I think he came back for it. And then he played a reserve game and he did the other... I was, I've, did the other ankle or something like that, I think. And it was just like, you know, that's just our luck. With injuries this season, we've had horrendous luck. When he's come in, been so reliable. I can't really think of too many bad games. Dad. There was a couple of games after he came back in um, where he, um, when Huntington was out injured, funny enough, he played in the, as the right-sided centre-back and Feeney moved inside. He, he, he got two very good yellow cards in those games when players had got away from him. Very good professional fouls. Um, that's the only times I've thought oh, he's been done by someone there. He looks he's perceptively quick, you know, for mm. someone who doesn't seem to run that quickly. He, he, he gets back and covers quite well. I really like him. I'd love to sign him in the summer personally. I think he, I think he's a player who potentially could, if we went up, do well for us in League One. The, the stumbling block is the wage. And it's been pretty much admitted that if we, if we were paying his full wage, he'd be our highest earner. Oh wow! Um, we can't really justify that. It's similar with the old Jack Stretton thing. Also, you guys stacked yeah. up in January, and Paul Simpson basically said, "said Look, if we match the wage stockpot we're offering, he would be our highest earner." And I can't justify that with the the budget we're on. He would be above. I think Huntington's probably our highest on about two k. So, yeah. So basically, in the case of we just have to deal <laughs> deal with you know the the card we dealt. But yeah, Barkley, I like him. I'd like to sign him permanently, but the injuries are a concern there. Yeah, yeah, you probably might get the chance because um, whether we stay down or whether we go up ourselves, he's probably not going to get back into the team that we've got. No. Um, so moving on to your scoring then and your inability to hmm. score. Well, I mean, what do you put that down to? Because Christian Dennis, again, another former county player, yeah. um, pretty good striker. Well, very good striker. Um, I really, really rated him when he was at county. Good to see him go. I think he came back twice, actually. Mm. Uh, what's what's going on with your forward line? What's what's the issue there? Dennis isn't the problem. Dennis has got to 20 goals this season. He's the first player to do it for us since 2005, 2006, when Carl Hawley did it when we won the title that season. Right, we yeah, played yeah. you on the last day. Remember, we got that uh, the, the most welcoming nil nil I think anyone's ever got. So we were quite yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah. Isn't Carl <laughs> Carl Hawley's from Stockport? Is he not? Uh, I don't know. I think Carl Hawley's from um, Walsall. He's down Burnley. We got him from Walsall originally. Um, but yeah, um, it, it's a really hard one to pin down. We've just recorded our preview episode for this midweek game, and me and Dan from our pod were having a chat about him. We really can't put our finger on it. It's weird because I don't think the strikers, we had Patrick and Dennis at the moment. We seem to be sticking with them as a front two. Simmons like, seems to be like, right, I'm going to stick with a front two at the moment. And there- 
there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days with County are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. They're not doing much wrong, but we're not really getting good. But I mean, Dennis was coming so deep to win the ball um, on Saturday against Northampton. And Northampton are a very good side, probably the best mm. side I've seen this season. Really impressed with them. Um, and he was constantly having to come back and he was laying off nicely, but then there was no one up there for yeah. the ball. And it's kind of like, how do you resolve this? My opinion is our midfield three is very good, but they're very one-dimensional. Callum Guy, um, as one of my friends describes him, as uh, Ungailo Kante because he just covers so much ground. He, <laughs> he's he never been the most adventurous player going forward, but he scored three goals from long range this season, but he's not done much since he scored his last one, which was, I think was against Salford back in... Um, that was November last year. Um, he's really good. But then you've got Moxon, who, you know, arguably should be up for... League two player of the season, he's not one of the players nominated. It was Pierre Gianni Hoskins and Cook, yeah. which were kind of a bit like, mm, you know, but hey, you know, three good players to be fair. Um, he's having a great first season as a professional with us. You know, he's signing for Man and Athletic in the summer, he came through our academy, let go at 16, done his, you know, dues in the Scottish lower leagues, come back eight years later, and he'll get a big move in the summer. We're fairly confident of that because he's just been that good. But he's gone off the boil in the last five to six weeks. And I think that's a case of, we were saying in our pod, it's maybe not a case of physical tiredness, but more mental. You know, to be going from driving a van during the week for UPS and training yeah. part-time to play full-time. He's missed one league game, I think, this season. And I said before our game at Gillingham, I'd rest him for this one just, just to keep him fresh for the running. We didn't, and he's... His set pieces have gone a bit poor as well. That might be as much to do with the defenders and people attacking it. But yeah, it's it's been a bit of a challenge. So we're kind of in a position where like we've got Alfie McCalmont in there as well. He's on loan from Leeds. He's looked a really good player, but they're all very good scrappy midfielders, win the ball back, push forward a bit, like to pass it a bit, but they won't take on a man. They're maybe not looking for that clever little ball around the corner as much. So we're kind of on our pod we're saying do we drop one of them? Probably McCalman, because I don't think he's likely to drop Moxon. And then either push Jordan Gibson back to there, who's had to fill in at right wing back, one of the eight players who've played at right wing back for us <laughs> this season. Um, stick him there and put Joel Senior back at right wing back. Or bring Jamie Devitt in. The problem with Jamie Devitt in is as great a player as he is, he can't stay fit anymore. And that, that's, he's got his, his calves just don't last out long enough. So we're using him at the moment for about half an hour at a time. Could we get 60 minutes out of him and sub him off for Moxham or McCallman or Gibson and, and, and go again then? I don't know. We feel like we need to change it. Because one thing we did actually early in the season is when we play this 3-5-2 is that 
if we feel like we're not getting a grip on midfield and we're not getting enough plays f- far forward up the pitch winning the ball, when we were playing with Mox and Guy and Gibson, and Gibson's more of a winger, but we played him as a number 10 and he's quite good in that sort of scrappy midfield role. What we could do is we could say, right, we're going to go 4 3 3, and you push Mellish up into midfield, which he's played before for us. And, you know, he's more than capable of just going in there and causing chaos. He just runs around and bashes into people. Gibson goes to be a winger, Patrick goes to be a winger, and Dennis is down the middle, and you go 4 3 3. Where we haven't done that for about two or three months, and we're kind of saying, like, let's go back to that. Mm. Teams couldn't cope with that because teams would be sort of like, what are they doing now? They've completely changed the way they're playing. And we could do that mid-game, but we haven't done that for a while. So I don't know, because like, like I said, we're not playing awfully. We're just not we're not creating the same sort of chances as we were. And I think a little bit of that chaos element would really help us with that. Yeah, interesting. Interesting take on that. And the referee tomorrow, as oh, I'd say his name. As we alluded to, I mean, I'm, I'm just quickly looking at the video that we did last time, the recording with last time. The first thing you said were you, you were bemoaning the ref that you had against Leighton Orient the match before, where the yeah. only thing that this referee got right uh, was sending off your player, yeah. your your lad, and it's Parsons. And it, I couldn't believe it when I checked. When it, when it got oh, you couldn't either. <laughs> yes, Thomas Parsons, referee. Um, first season as the EFL referee, isn't it, I think? And that was the first time he's refereed us. And... Yeah, he had absolutely no grip on the game at all. I mean, Orient are a very streetwise, very clever team. Richie Wellens is constantly moaning on the touchline. He's not particularly popular with our fans anyway, Wellens, to be fair. Prattley pretty much ref the game, to be fair. Very smart player. That's one reason we'd actually like Jamie Devitt in the team, because he's very good at that. He's constantly in the referee's ear, constantly saying, you, you've got this wrong, you should be doing this. And referees cave to it, you know, they're yeah, human. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're kind of like, that's why you get, get, get Devitt in there. But... um. Yeah, he was just dreadful that day. He he missed a, an obvious handball for a penalty, which then but literally 20 seconds later is when Edmonton had the tangle with Prattley and got sent off. Rightly got sent off, but gives the penalty. That doesn't happen. Um, and then the offside decision, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Ball was played through. Their striker was coming back from offside. None of our players touched the ball. Um, and the player nipped it and went through and goal and scored. And it was like, well, no one's touched it. And they were trying to say, oh, no, someone touched it. They didn't. And as it was, we got two apologies from the EFL from, for that game. Now, occasionally, you get one apology. We've had a couple from other games this season, but to get two in one game, I'm just hoping he's learned his lesson, but we'll have to see. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if you know, this, we've, we've got the same referee, haven't we? You know, we, we, could, oh. we could probably do our own series on the referees just just at this level anyway because we've had we've had some really bad ones as well um so so yeah we've both got him um in terms of the occasion obviously i mean it's Mm. it's as big as we've had for 15 years i guess probably since the last time we played you i I would say Mm. um maybe not i'm telling a lie but it's, it's a it's a it's a fairly big occasion as high as we've been for a long long time we're bringing over a thousand which is pretty oh. good for a Tuesday night I think if yeah. it had been at weekend we'd have brought a lot more um what's the what's the occasion like from your perspective is it is it being treated as a big one it is but I kind of feel like if we'd beaten Northampton at the weekend it would have been even bigger people would be yeah. like yes get a win here we really are in contention for a a, a top um free finish because our final three games are against 8th, 9th and 10th mm. in Salford, Barrow and 
Sutton. I'm yep. Sutton with any luck will be on the beach on the final day by the time we play. So it's kind of like this was looking at it, we we're thinking this is our real last stinker of a game to play in. So we're like, right, let, yeah, chance to get behind them. I still think it'll be a big crowd. I think you're still looking at about 8,000 plus crowd possibly. I mean, we've got 8,000 against Northampton the weekend. They brought just under 600 up for that, which is a good effort for the distance. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's a midweek game. I mean, I'm driving up from Liverpool for the game, but a lot of the people who live far away won't be able to get up to it, I'd imagine. So they'll be watching on the Eiffel. So the 1,000 you've brought might push it towards that 8,000 mark. I and I hope it is a good occasion. And I think we just we just want to see a goal as much as anything. We scored two against Tranmere, but that's the last the only two goals we've scored in the last seven. And it's it's frustrating because, like I said, we look so solid at the back, but we just need something, just a little spark up front or something, just to kick us on a bit of luck maybe to grab a couple of goals early on. I just don't count the Tranmere game because they were so awful. They, I've never seen a team have so much of the ball and do so little with it. They were they were absolutely appalling that day. But yeah, occasion wise. I've, I think there's kind of a feeling among our fans now because we've got a five-point gap with four to go. Not the playoffs are secured, but you know it would take something horrendous from us to miss out on them now. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it depends how we start. Really, I mean, I, I, we're all expecting a tough game because y- you guys are probably one of the better side to play this season. We didn't really turn up that night, but no. you guys were so at it from the first whistle. We just, we just never got going. Yeah, yeah, I was quite surprised at how uh, the fact that you didn't turn up on uh, you know back in October. I, mm. It felt like an easy victory, uh, you know, and, you know where you were in the league at the time. I was expected a, a much difficult, much more difficult match than that. Um, okay, finally then, uh, let's go with score predictions. What do you what do you think? Right, we when we did ours before for our pod, I went. What did I go for? I went for a free two win. I thought, you know okay. what? Been so few goals for a while. It's about time there was a bit of a humdinger where there was loads of goals. I mean, to be fair, Dan, who does our pod, he went for a 4 3 win. <laughs> he went for okay. a mental one. So I'm, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to go for a 3 2 win. And Christian Dennis is, of course, going to score us. And that's just inevitable, isn't it? Um, I think, yeah, Christian Dennis will score for us. And probably, who else did I go for? Uh, Jamie Devitt and Paul Huntington will get the other one. And for you guys, obviously, it's going to be Madden and um, uh, Stretton that will get Stratton. the goals. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. inevitable, isn't it, I guess? But there you go. <laughs> nice one. Right. Well, let's leave it there. Definitely a short one, just to uh, just do a match <laughs> preview. Um, good luck after tomorrow. Thank you. I'll say. <laughs> um, and I'll join you on your show very, very shortly. I'm just going to play a couple of clips, uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll do the outro. All right. Cheers, Lee. Cheers for that, mate. I appreciate it. No problem. If you're watching us on YouTube, please like, share, and subscribe. And for the audio podcast, please rate, review, and recommend us on whatever podcast player you are listening to us on. Cheers, thank you. This episode of the Scarf McGowan War was written, recorded, and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee. The music on the opening titles was produced by Dan Johnson. Subscribe wherever you get your content, as well as finding out how to join the TSBW fan club. Check out the links in the description or go to all the W's, scarfbegalawar.co.uk. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.